Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thanks for the birthday song. Yeah, but if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, my birthday's in five days. I don't know what I'm going to do for it yet. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Wow. Cool. Wow. But we we got some movies to talk about. We got some fucking movies to talk about. You chose them. I did. Both of them are like really not traditionally horror-y. No. True. Uh, But they are weird and suspenseful. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we're talking about uh, Elephant, which came out in 2003. Yep. And then Inland Empire, which came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed, I like hadn't really thought about it, but uh, last time I had a birthday episode, all those movies were like 2000 to 2003. Mm-hmm. And these are like early, mid 2000s. Yeah, you've got a... It was a time, uh, it was a renaissance of movies <laughs> for me. It was a, t- I was, a good uh, time. you know, a, a teenager. Yeah, I like found early out, teens. I, uh, I was seeing a lot of influential stuff at the time. Yeah, as I was watching Elephant, it gave me like similar vibes to like another movie that I've seen that I really really like. Yeah, what um, movie? The Heart Is Deceitful Above All Things. Oh my god, that's a long ass title. Yeah, it's got a little baby Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Oh, um, wow. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up movie. I might put it in my episode after watching this, and I'm like, okay, these aren't like really like, fully horror. These are just kind of shitty people doing some shitty. People things. Yeah, so totally. So I'm like, maybe I'll put that in, in my episode, but I, I went to go look it up, and it turns out the dude that plays John, is that the blonde guy? Uh, Yeah. So the first thing he was ever in was Elephant. Mm-hmm. The second thing he was ever in was The Heart is Deceitful Above All what? Things. What? That's so weird. Yeah, but they've got like a similar like yeah. tone. Yeah. Are, do you know who directs that movie? I don't, but I can find out really quick. So this movie is directed by Gus Van Zandt, um, and he's he's done a lot of things. A lot of good things. Yeah. Uh, but this is one that, like, really stuck out to me. So it came out in um, 2003. Uh-huh. Four years after The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And incidentally, four years after Columbine. Woof. Yeah. Which, it's, like, not directly... I, like, looked up some stuff about it. It's not directly based on Columbine, but there are... Um, there's, like, one specific thing that actually is kind of a call-out. I don't want to say a shout-out to Columbine, because <laughs> that seems tasteless oh. but it's like oh. definitely like referencing that what uh asia argentino directed it hmm. who she's also uh the main character oh okay cool uh i'm so curious to hear your guys' thoughts about these movies so i had never seen either of these movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. have you you had seen i saw elephant uh and then amy showed me inland empire when we started dating <laughs> dude let's yeah. start with elephant yeah totally uh, Give me some thoughts. Give me some feels. So I didn't um, realize, uh, or I didn't like, kind of had forgotten the fact that like, so this movie's only like an hour and twenty minutes, 
And an hour of that is just introducing characters. And only like 15 minutes of that is like the horror part at all. Yeah. Which um, is the Do we want to sh- give like a basic premise? The basic premise is um, if you've seen movies by like, especially like early Gus Van Zandt, I feel like you get a sense of the tone where it's a lot of like kind of meandering and kind of um, almost like improv. I actually read a fact that a lot of the dialogue of this movie was improv which makes sense. So it's basically just following yeah. a bunch of different um, te- like teens that go to high school together mm-hmm. um, through a particular day. And the climax of that day is that um, two of those students are uh, pulling off a school shooting. Sure are. That's, that's pretty much sure. where it is, where it starts and where it ends. Sure are. I feel like the whole movie takes place over just like a couple hours. Max. Yeah, max. I I really liked um, honestly like two hours max. I feel like there's a yeah. night like with the shooters though there is a nighttime shot. Oh, that's shot. true. They do. So I feel like they show more of their lead up. They that's, they show they, they show the lead up for them. Yeah. Yeah. But they so the show... shooters are Eric and Alex. Those motherfuckers. Those sons of bitches. Oh, and so another fact about this is that since um a lot of it is kind of like scene by scene, like improvised. Mm-hmm. Um. Most of the main actors went by their real name. Ah. Um, so, like, Alex is actually Alex. Eric is actually Eric. That's John fun. is actually John. John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I really like the way, like, you could hear the dialogue of other scenes happening in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff, like, how, because it's like, it's not all happening. We're not seeing everything like chronologically. No, it's just kind of like we'll follow a certain person for a little while and then we'll follow a different person for a little while. And yeah. so certain scenes cross over. There's like one scene in particular we see three different times from mm-hmm. all three perspectives. Yeah, with uh, John... Elias? Elias? Uh, Eli- yeah, and then uh, and, uh, Jenny? Michelle? Michelle? I think her name is Michelle. I don't remember her name. She's one of the ones who didn't go by her real name. Yeah. Um, in it, but I think the character name is Michelle. Okay. But yeah, um, she like runs in the mm-hmm, background. Yeah. Oh, that one. Totally. Give me some Dude, this movie was fucking bonkers. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, pretty slow for most of it, but then I do have it gets a, heavy real quick. A back and forth quote actually in that scene with oh, uh, go John for it. and Oh, uh, I think I know exactly. You probably know exactly I what think it we is. called this uh, called this out. Uh because Elias, Elias, whatever his name is. Probably Elias. Uh, says, in response to John asking if he's going somewhere. Going uh, to a concert. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. He says, no, I can't. My parents are being bitches. Yeah. And John responds with, that's retarded. Yeah, that's pretty. He says, my parents are being bitches this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just responded to that with, yeah, it's definitely 2003. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what Joel and I just like rewatched it this morning. And that's kind of what we were talking about. We were like, yeah, that's uh, some early 2000s shit for you. Yep. That's, Everybody that's was what the high school kids retarded. were saying. Yeah. That's what the elementary school kids were That's saying. what a lot of people were saying, frankly. Like, I remember calling things retarded in the fucking elementary school. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, that's offensive. And I was like, ooh. Oh. Didn't know. Noted. Okay. Well, let's know not I do that. I was just a little baby. A little baby. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those things. As yeah. culture progresses, people learn to be better. Yeah. Also, I love John's pose in that scene for the photo. <laughs> yeah, he's like half bent over and he like spanks himself for it real <laughs> yeah. quick. It's pretty silly. I'm like, I was like, look these boys being boys. I like that's when I when I hear boys being boys. That's 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 
that's, that's the kind of activity I want to see. <laughs> the only acceptable shit I want to hear yeah, about. Yeah, just like being goofy. Being and fucking like, dweebs. Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah, totally. So we're mostly like following a bunch of different characters around. I feel like, I don't know what, what makes me feel this way because I feel like we see all of the characters equally as Mitch, but I feel like John was the main focus. Yeah, well, he's the one who we start on. I was going to say, we open on him, don't we? And, and he kind of like dad. crosses through. Yeah. Oh my God. And his dad like driving drunk. Fully drunk. All the way drunk. Yeah. He like sideswipes a car. He almost hits a cyclist. Uh-huh. He almost swipes a couple other cars. He almost hits a pole. Yeah. He drives up on the curb. He's swerving around. We have around. like a, a drone shot of him just like fucking wrecking shop. Yeah. Um, and then when we finally get in the car. Do you think it was a drone shot? No. It was probably a but crane. It was, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Like a totally. crane. Like it was like But a, yeah, we're just following him like way overhead. Yeah. yeah. And then when we finally get in the car, John's just like, I'm going to drive me to school, dad. Yeah. <laughs> and has to like coax him out of the driver's seat. Yeah. And this Dude, is clearly not the first time this has happened. That bleach blonde haircut. I know. I feel like so I went bright. to school with like... At least 15 dudes that look exactly like this. I know what you mean. Yeah, he's got like <laughs> kind of like a grown out bowl cut. Yeah. Uh, and with like the little flip out at the end. Yeah. And like platinum blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were, and yeah, but I feel like that was a very like elementary school, high school. That was what all of the dudes with like straight, straight hair. Oh, yeah, with straight hair. Like, that's what they looked like. Because they all wore hats, and then they didn't, because they would get yelled at in class. Uh-huh. So they had the little... Yeah. I'm like, I know this. I know this boy. This is yeah. an every boy. It's the uh, just good old... John every boy. John every boy. That's his last name <laughs> in this movie. That's not his last name. Yeah. What up? You look like you got something to say. You got that look on your face. Um, Mouth <laughs> Wow, engaged. just put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, totally. You got something to say? Um... You just looked like you had something to say. That's all. Okay. Never mind. Forget about right, it. Okay. What's going next? Uh oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's talk about the conversation the girls have in the lunchroom. Oh my because god. Because that dialogue was fucking painful. It's so painful. It's it, like these three girls, and they're talking about how one of them has been spending time with her boyfriend. Uh-huh. And the one other girl is hella salty about it. Yeah. And uh, maybe this is really dark, but when that scene was going on, I turned to Joel and I was like, I hate this girl. I hope she dies. <laughs> oh, Ooh, she probably did. Ooh, Ooh. It's heavily Ooh. implied that she did. Is it? Oh, yeah. Because they because he goes into the girl's uh-huh. bathroom. Yeah, totally. And we never see him again. So Mm-mm-mm, we don't. You're right. Mm. So. Um, anyway. yeah, she was trash though, but she was just like giving her friend a hard time about how like you need to be spending equal amounts of time with us because we're your best friends. And the other girl's like, I'm spending like 75% of my time with you guys. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Oh. And they're just like, well, your best friends are supposed to be the most important. Yeah. And to me, I'm kind of like, nah, mm. not necessarily. I mean, I mean, it's they're pretty- high school girls though. It's they don't true. Get there it. was also like a whole conversation about fucking salad dressing. What about salad dressing? I don't even remember. Salad dressing has so much fat in it. Oh, okay. Like, I hate, I hate salad. Like, I mean, yeah. I used to love it, but then I tried salad without it. Now it's like, ugh. Okay. And then 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 another girl responds with, it's not like it stays in us anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, that's fucking dark. And then we follow them to the bathroom where they go and throw up. Mm-hmm. 
which she uh the the fucking garbage girl uh-huh. uh as they were going into the bathroom mm-hmm. after her one bite of iceberg lettuce says mm-hmm. that she ate so much and oh it hurt. yeah and they're talking about like their belly pooch like, like that's oh, where your organs your... sit yeah no your stomach isn't even sticking out girl first and foremost your stomach's not sticking out secondly your stomach's not supposed to be flat because you have organs organs <laughs> organs organ meat yeah, Ugh. no, totally. It's their, just so all frustrating. their stuff was really painful to watch because they're just very toxic to each other and in general. And yeah, uh, and and then they'd never learn. They'll never learn. They'll never learn. Um, I had like a note about it in the beginning how I felt like the principal needs to kind of cut John a break. Like, and, like, just take stock of, like, what his situation is. Because yeah. he, like, comes to school. Late. And he's late because his dad was drunk and he had to drive himself to school. And mm-hmm. so he has to call his brother, I think it is probably. I think so. To pick up the car keys. Yeah, from the office. So that his dad doesn't drive. And mm-hmm. the principal calls him in the office about it and then gives him detention. Mm-hmm. And, uh... But it also, like... I just feel like when you're the principal of a high school, you need to, like figure out what else is going on. Yeah, I was going to say, it seemed like John wasn't, like, actively um, offering up the information of what was going on. I didn't... They, they didn't show the principal asking. Yeah. Either. So, like... But, like, that's... would I mean, I feel like even if I were... Like, if I were late and then getting called to the office, like, the first thing I would be like is, like, look, fucking I don't want to be in trouble. I barely... Uh, I don't want to be in the situation that I'm in. Here yeah. is what's going on. Fucking cut me a break, mister. Yeah. But none of that happens. There's just. But I mean, no that's if now. like you're, tra- like he's not even processing it that way. That's yet. true. It's not like all these people have gone to therapy. Yeah. So it's just like he's dealing with a situation that he shouldn't have to be dealing with, but he is. He's yeah. a kid, <laughs> and then he doesn't want to talk about it further. Like he just wants it like to yeah. be hidden and to he be like it. invisible. But I kind of feel like that's the point a little bit. Is like. We're following John, mm-hmm. so we get to see John, and then we're following other people, and it's just like all context, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like we're omniscient and floating and like kind of going from person to person, and we're seeing like the lead up to a particular moment. Mm-hmm. But like through that, I feel like we get this I don't know. It's just like you see, you see everything. It's almost just like to me, the filmmaking didn't have like a judgment attached to it. Yeah. Like, it was just sort of, like, presenting all these things, yeah, no matter totally. what it was. No, I, I agree. I don't think the film has a judgment tied to it because you're viewing, like, the kids who are the shooters kind of in the same objective way as you're viewing mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah. They don't get some special backstory that, like, justifies what they're doing. They yeah. Don't. Not really. I mean, you get a little more backstory, but it's more like the backstory of them preparing for this. Yeah. And not so much, like, everything else that's led to this. Also, just in response to that, I got a big, long note about it because I was very upset. Yes. Uh, you expect me to believe that these boys essentially Amazon primed themselves a gun. Uh-huh. And they shot it inside a shed and weren't completely deaf afterwards. Yep. I'm expected to believe both of those things? Yeah. It was it, 2003 it was a simpler time. You didn't go deaf from shooting stuff <laughs> inside of a shed. Um I mean, even the way they recorded it, it sounded like loud as fuck. Like it almost sounded like clipped in the recording. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like that's yeah no how it's a little a little ridiculous. Theoretically, they could have bought it on like 
the dark web or something. Sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. Wait, what is the confusion exactly? That they, they just bought, bought like a rifle. Yeah. They were or just it's like an automatic to... rifle, right? Is it automatic? I wasn't sure. Um, I couldn't tell. Well, I don't know. I'm no gun expert, so. Uh, it's at least semi, semi-automatic. Yeah. I mean, you can I'm buy guns. I'm just dropping shit all over. I mean, I don't know how these teenage boys would have well, steal I mean, a parent's I, yeah. credit card. Yeah. Sure. Just fraud. Or someone else's credit card. Sure. I don't know. I mean, they're, yeah. Not the the biggest one to me, I feel like the <laughs> them buying a gun online wasn't having a really hard time over here right now. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I like dropped my pen and then when I went to grab it, I dropped my notebook and then I just went to fix this and it just like completely like fell apart. Yeah. yeah. I'm just having a hard time. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> it's been a weird day. Has it? Kinda. Why? I mean, working with the public. Oh, I just nothing in particular. Nothing though? in particular. Just like uh, being around a bunch of people all day. Okay, it's been weird. Um, yeah, like the them buying the gun online wasn't really like that. Wasn't like that was already like I was a little like okay, I'm skeptical, but okay, yeah. But them firing it in the shed and like and then. One of them says something to the other one at like a normal volume after they fire it. And I'm like, there's no fucking way yeah. they'd be able to hear each other. They would be screaming at each other. Yeah. Because there's no fucking way they'd be able to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little outrageous. That's the one that really got me. That's the really unbelievable part here. I feel like that's always the really unbelievable part in movies when people like fire guns indoors and are like, then like still whispering to each other and able to hear each other. I'm like, no. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Yeah, totally. You're deaf now yeah. for at least a little while. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I kind of also am like, no neighbors are hearing yeah, that. Yeah, nobody? And alarmed by Nothing? that. Yeah. Gunshots are loud, bitch. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. I would say, like, did we ever see, like, the outside of that house? Do we know that he they're not just, like, on a farm somewhere? Like, it's like a... like a. I mean, you can see other houses even just out the window. Okay. Yeah. I just I wasn't like sure it... if I remembered it from that scene or just from other scenes. Yeah. Well, when they're watching TV, there's a shot of the TV and you see the oh, thing yeah, yeah, pull yeah. up. And you kind of see the neighborhood mm. from that okay. shot. Okay. Okay. That's true. I, I do remember that now. In regard to that, they're watching a World War II documentary... And um, it's talking a lot about propaganda, a lot about Hitler, and, like, one of the IMDb facts was about how uh, Columbine was on 42099, mm -hmm. which is uh, the 110th anniversary of Hitler's birth or death? Or birth. I'm pretty birth, sure he was yeah. born on 420. Yeah. Um, wow. 420, blaze. <laughs> I saw a post today that's like, you know, like the dude sitting at the table and the change my mind. Mm -hmm. And it said, um, St. Patrick's Day is just 420 for alcoholics. Change my mind. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, yeah. That's. <laughs> for sure. What it is. Um, just an excuse. To... And that's why I like 420 better. Because <laughs> at least we're honest about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. I have a quote. Go for it. Um, it's. It's like the, which one is Eric and which one is Alex? Eric is the blonde one. Okay, so Alex. Alex is, is the one who plays piano. Okay. Um, he is like going over the plan. I think I have the exact same quote. Is it the how he ends it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Most importantly, have fun. 
Yeah. And uh, then I just wrote, wow, dark. And, mo- and most importantly, have fun, man. Yeah. And he like pats him on the back and is like. He does not say man, but okay. He does say man. I'm pretty sure he doesn't, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I wrote, I wrote it down because I think it made me laugh that yeah, he yeah, says yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it was just like a dark quote they're like going through. Just like, damn. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. That's what yeah. feels like equal about every scene where it's just like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, there's no spin on it to make you feel better about a given situation. It's like, yeah. Show the thro- girls throwing up, you show what, whatever's happening. Uh-huh. It's just like, mm-hmm. there it is, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. there's, yeah, there's really no you show bias like John's dad drama like all of that just kind yeah. of like unbiased like it's all yeah it's kind of like meditative mm-hmm. because it's like this omniscient view it's like a novel like how you're like floating through these different moments yeah and I'm you saying that word wrong this whole time sorry what is it omniscient is that actually is that how it's one, i think it's one of those words that you can say okay a few like because i've heard I've omniscient never, i say omniscient Mm-hmm. Um, I've only ever seen it written, mm-hmm. and I wasn't never. I've never really heard it anybody pronounce it. So now I'm like, have I been pronouncing it wrong this whole time? No, I've heard omniscience. I've heard okay. like omniscient. Either um, or, got it. I Noted. I think so. I don't know. Could be wrong. Um, but I was ready. To I feel accept like I've, that I, was I feel wrong. like I've heard multiple pronunciations of it. Okay. Um, I feel like I was just ready to accept that I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ah! Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're get, but we're getting this like unbiased, um, um, yeah, and view. it's like it feels like a meditation because you're just like you're watching it all unfold, and I don't know, like you're the way that it all like swirls together and the way that it's not linear, mm-hmm. like you kind of have to lean in and like it, you just like as an audience member, you're putting two and two together about like what's going on, and, yeah, right, um. It's, I don't know, it's just, like, interesting. Because, like, I didn't really... I remember that I liked it, and I remembered what it felt like, you know, yeah. vaguely, like, the tone of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't remember, like, beat by beat what the movie was like. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is it really good? Is it just boring? Is it, like, what is it? And then, like, re-watching it, I was like, oh, no, this is great. Like, the way that it interweaves, it's like... Yeah. Um. I mean, it's kind of like Dun- like what Dunkirk did before Dunkirk, where it's just, like... They're less concerned about like the literal timeline and mm-hmm. to have it be mm-hmm. linear and make sense to everyone, and more about just like the build up, different perspectives, yeah, and things like timing out, like the way that like at the yeah. end of Michelle's thing or like, right, like where you hear like the gun cock, Dude. and then cut a- cut away to you know Alex in the shower or where- whatever the next scene was, yeah, mm-hmm. but just like. We're getting. I don't know. It's just. It's pretty interesting. That cutaway was nuts. That yeah. specific one was fucking. Because well, well, the, like, the later it gets into the movie, the more they have to. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, ooh, well, ooh. and yeah, the later it gets in the movie too. Like, especially this time, like knowing more so what it's about. Uh, it's just like you know it's coming the whole time. But like I said, I had forgotten that it takes so long for anything to actually happen. Yeah. So like, yeah, like at every turn where there's like a gun cock or like uh, just some indication of like, like them going into the school the first time John sees them. Yeah. And then you don't see that happen again for quite until a while. the end, until it happens, like it yeah. fully unfolds. It's also yeah. interesting because like you start mapping it out in your head and like as certain things happen, like, oh, they just saw John, so... Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have quite left yet. He's about to leave. 
you know, or they're seeing him outside. You're like, oh, so we're pretty close now. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you start tracking it in your Like head. when the girls in the cafeteria yeah, exactly. see him outside yeah. and you're like, okay, okay well, you know. Okay, we're that far along at least. Like, yeah. It could happen at any moment, basically. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to like. Like it starts to build It's really tense. Way. Yeah. It makes, it makes for really good storytelling. Yeah, and totally. really. Yeah, it was fucking tense, man. My last note just says damn. Yeah. So I have a, I have a couple other things. Go ahead. Um, I had forgotten that Eric and Alex were an item. Yeah. Which kind of makes so we come back to like this one scene that's just like a round uh, like a going around like people talking, a circle of people talking. Oh yeah. Um, about like and in the beginning they're like talking about like if you see somebody walking on the street, if if and how you can tell they're gay. Yeah. Um, and I it's just like, about that. It's yeah. just like an open discussion about that, basically. Yeah. Um, and then we end up coming back to that classroom um, like once or twice. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but uh, the first time watching it, I didn't get how that's related. Yeah, I thought it all. was just like general just talking. A, like, yeah, exactly. But like upon this, I don't know if I've seen it more than once before this or if it How was just... How long ago did you guys watch this? Uh, Whenever it came out. Yeah. Like before, before We both saw it before we met each other. Okay. Um, I saw it probably within a couple years of it coming out. Okay. Um, maybe Well, maybe a little bit later actually because I think I wasn't really actively seeking out Gus Van Zandt movies until probably like late high school, early college days. Um, so like 2005, 2006? Uh, at the earliest. At the very, yeah, at the earliest. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, probably same something. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I had forgotten that there, because there's only that one scene to even indicate that at all, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which Although, is, even with that scene, like, it made me wonder, because he said something in that scene about, like, I've never kissed somebody he's before. He's never kissed anybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know if that was just, like, we're about to... We're about to Maybe die, die potentially. So like, so like bucket list should knock that one off. Right. Kinda. At least. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it could be that. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Either way, there's definitely like, I mean, they're not no shying one, away no from one taking was, a shower together. Yeah. Yeah. Neither, for sure. No one neither one of them was naysaying <laughs> about it. Yeah. Um, and then that happens. Um, although then uh, Alex kills Eric like real like, I feel like, like it's not blank. even a thing for him. He's just like, hey, how'd you do? And Eric's in the middle of talking and he just shoots him. Blows and that's him away, the end yeah. of that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely obvious that this is mostly Alex's idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it's like, it seems like Alex is the one going over the plan. Uh-huh. Um, Alex like, was the one that sought out the gun. He's uh-huh. like worked Eric up into this. He's, kind uh-huh. of. he's groomed Eric. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um. So whatever, like, pathology is happening with Alex is just, like... Yeah. He doesn't even care. Close friend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I like that the movie doesn't really claim to know or attempt to know what could be going on in somebody's head. More just being, like, interested in the subject matter. Totally. As, like, a blanket thing. Well, that's what, um, in the stuff that I was reading about, like, Gus Van Zandt basically saying that it was not inspired by Columbine Mm -hmm. is... That it's more so just uh, like an examination of um, like characters' pathology, of like death, of um, like apathy, like indifference, yeah. and kind of stuff like that. 
The only other note that I had is that a lot of people are not as alarmed as they should be. Oh, for sure. Well, like things are exploding and you're hearing gunshots. There's so many characters that are just like, okay, like don't panic. Yeah. Which like, yeah. Which like. I was just thinking about well, like his like dad slow... coming, like him finding his dad and his dad coming back and he's like, school's on fire. Yeah. And I'm just like, is is he sobered up at this point? Is he still like fucking trash? But even John is like not, I feel like as alarmed as he could be. I mean, I think it's like partially shock, partially like, well, partially from John's perspective. It's like he. Because he, I mean. He doesn't quite. He he's getting people away from it, but he's not seeing the carnage himself. Yeah. So there might be a little bit of a detachment. But even just like I think it takes people a second to maybe not now that everyone's like heightened to it, but like right. back when it was like I don't want to say rare, but like less <laughs> Definitely common. Definitely less common. Yeah. Like it I feel like it would take people a second to be like, oh, this is really happening in real life. Yeah. And then some characters I just thought maybe like Benny, I don't know if they're trying to like suggest that he somehow is less like uh freaked out like he seems like calm when they yeah do we ever see benny's face yeah yep is that true uh yeah so like following and tracking yeah there's following he like goes into that one classroom he helps the one girl out the window and then he walks back toward the camera ah okay yeah but they don't introduce benny until like an hour and until it's going 10 minutes into until until shit has hit the fan and i don't think benny has any lines at least no he's really Uh -uh. just there to like attempt to stop something yeah yeah which like the futility of that like for a second you're like oh is he gonna get the jump on this guy like no yeah and just no and he doesn't and uh, then, like, even with, like, the way that scene continues with, like, Eric and the principal. And then yeah. he's like, go, get out of here before I change my mind. And still shoots the principal in the back. So yeah. just, like, Which is, like, all just. I mean, I feel like that's something that I've, like, seen a lot is, like, a villain thing where it's just, like, he was planning to kill him the whole time. He just wanted to see him run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that was. Which I'm like, that twisted little son that of a bitch. That twisted little son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, totally. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah. I like that, like. To, you know that like Gus Van Sant like is will is often willing to like sort of jump between these bigger movies and like still making like incredibly indie movies you know because yeah. mm-hmm. this was after like Goodwill Hunting this mm-hmm. was after like some major stuff yeah for Gus Van Sant and it's just like you could just keep along that track but he's like got those indie roots where it's just like no he wants to make some like I mean, this is very unconventional in terms of like yeah, yeah, the approach to cinematography and the approach to story. It's like everything that happens within a given scene mm-hmm. is only taking place from one camera angle, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the scenes where like maybe there was a second camera angle. It's like well, it's like we've moved on to a new a part new- of the actually character. one yeah. of the like trivia things on IMDb was that there's only 88 shots total in the whole movie Damn. and that like the majority of them are in the last 20 minutes. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually like one of the things I really remember the most from this movie is all of the long tracking shots. Yeah. Like when I think of this movie it's from over the shoulder of somebody. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. And like the fact that like it was one of the first movies I saw where they would do those long tracking shots with mm-hmm. a shallow depth of field. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I couldn't articulate it to you at the time but like I could tell that I felt different about it. Yeah. Because most of the time when or a like, movie is gonna get on a, like a steady cam, Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna like 
widen that depth of field so that everything so is that in focus. You can see what's going on. Things don't fall in and out of focus, but, but this like, like just allows that to happen. Mm-hmm. This was like a lot of like the back of kids' heads yep. in focus mm-hmm. and everything else out of focus, which very much like put you in again in this like weird poetic yeah like feel where you're just like floating almost like through all the experiences. Yeah. I feel like, too, that this movie really, it had the potential to be very, very boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, totally. But it wasn't. Like, even though I, I didn't know a single thing about this movie going into it. Yeah, I, I like, intentionally didn't tell you anything about I the movies that I chose. <laughs> didn't seek out anything. Yeah. Because that's fun. Yeah. Um, and oh, wait. So, so when did you know that there was going to be a shooting? <laughs> When he brought up the webpage that said, like, it was like, Guns USA. And I was like, oh, that's what kind of movie we're on. Also, after John sees them? Oh, no, he does see him first. I guess it just didn't register that, like, I knew that some shit was happening, but it didn't register exactly what, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that they were, like, attacking the school, but it didn't, like, click that to think, like, going to be the whole mass shooting. Like, that's the big thing. Yeah. Uh... And yeah, and then I went back and it was like Guns USA. And I was like, oh, that's that's the kind of movie I'm watching right now. Okay. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. No, and then at the, I think at that point I like I had prepared. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta like really I'm like, well, oh. It's interesting how ooh, they like kids killing kids. Okay. When yeah, when they go to their plan, they cut ahead to some footage they'll show later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like then they go back to where we are in time and then get back up to that point. Like, right. They yeah, like, kind of like it's like little hints with like it. Gl- yeah, yeah, glimmers. Yeah, totally. Of the future, which I, yeah, I don't know. I liked that. Yeah. I've got. Um, Dude, shit was fucking bonkers. Yeah. I'm so glad that like you didn't know anything about it yeah. going into it. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fun. That is fun, especially like with things like this where we're just choosing movies for each other to watch. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you can trust that it'll at least be a decent movie. Yeah. It'll like, it'll be fine. It'll be a well Even if it's not movie. like your taste that. Yeah. Maybe that like there's something there. It's not just gonna be nothing. Yeah. Um shoot, there was like something I wanted to. Oh, um, I was like really curious about the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, me too. But I didn't look it up. Because it's not something that's like ever explicitly stated mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but apparently this Although is I have a theory. Um, oh, do you? Kind of. Do you wanna say that before? Maybe. Tell you what it's about, maybe yeah. like where elephant came from. Yeah, uh, I like you playing on the term elephant in the room, mm-hmm. and about how usually school shootings, there's always signs that people just miss. Mm-hmm. So the it's the yeah. elephant. Yeah, and that was my theory. Yeah, so I you're you got it basically. Did I? So yes! like, um, I'm glad I said well, it before okay, you said so, it. So this is um originally was a short film um, from the 1980s, I think it is. Um, And it basically, like, the title of that one uh, is Elephant also, and it comes from the Chinese proverb about five blind men who were each led to a different part of an elephant, and each man thinks that it's a different thing, and so that's, like, where the phrase elephant in the room comes from. Right. Um, When something is so obvious... That to miss it would be the equivalent of not seeing a huge elephant in an ordinary room. Um, and basically, yeah, that the, the, in this thing, it says the homicidal rage of Alex and Eric, um, which leaves them free to participate or, or precipitate, sorry, mm-hmm. the last scene, um, the massacre mm-hmm. at the school. Um, yeah, basically just 
exactly that. Just not seeing Hell yeah. what is obviously there. Hell yeah. Which, yeah, I hadn't even really registered before. So that's cool. Damn. Damn, you nailed it. I fucking, that makes me, I'm glad I said it before you said it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> me too. Because now we can all confirm. <laughs> yeah. So, I, oh, I did want to bring this up also. So while it, so it is based on that um, short film. Um so it is not explicitly based on Columbine, although there are like obviously a lot of similarities. I mean, it's like school school shooting. Yeah. It's two shooters. I th- believe the names of the Columbine guys are like Dylan and Eric. Woof. Um, because I always I always remember it's like Dylan Klebold, and I think Eric is the other guy, but I can't remember his last name. Um. But there's, like, one thing specifically where Alex is in the cafeteria and he, like, goes to drink out of one of the cups and Eric stops him, which is actually, like, there's CCTV footage from Columbine of Dylan and Eric drinking or, like, eating or drinking something from the cafeteria of the school. And so that was, like, kind of a specific point in there. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, he drinks something and Eric's just like, don't drink from that. You'll get herpes. Yeah, he does say that. Um, I got a kitty cat. Yeah. This must have been like a crazy movie for like the assistant director on set mm-hmm. just because like typically like the assistant director deals with all of the background extras mm-hmm. uh, directing. Jesus Christ. So like Fuck. the idea of like. Hi, you're terrified. Well, not just that, but I meant like more so the planning and execution of mm-hmm. the fact that all these are things are happening simultaneously not so much for the end but even just like the beginning lead up stuff yeah like thinking about how like all of this all of the people that like john has to pass and then all the people that who's the photographer uh elias 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 has to pass and then like michelle Michelle. Mm -hmm. and like they all converge on the same area so like Mm -hmm. essentially all that background action needs to be the exact same yeah for like the same timing i feel like not so much in 2003 but like now that's something you could do like a really like lo-fi just like digital rendering mm-hmm. of like everybody like how the like map the of the school map and, like, of the, like yeah and yeah. everybody walking through like, so pre-vis, you know kinda. exactly so you know exactly at what point who should be where mm-hmm. that'd be cool that'd be crazy but i'm sure that that's not what so they, they did. must have just had a planet like yeah. really well yeah oh in regard to way. the weapons that they use this they have like multiple weapons on yeah. them um alex uses a bushmaster carbon 15 type 21 semi-automatic varmint rifle Let's and say. eric uses an Interdynamic KG9 assault pistol. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That does make sense. It does make sense. Semi-automatic. What, what did I say? Semi-auto- semi- semi-automatic. Well, that's why I was like, uh, I don't know, because I feel like the automatic is in my brain, but I don't feel like that's right. Yeah. I hung out with Tyler a lot, and that boy likes guns. So. Okay. That's a red flag. Yep. Um. Yeah. Do you guys have any other thoughts, feels? I mean... I mean, a lot of feels. Dude, oh, this movie was so good. One thing I'm was glad like you feel that way. the piano sonata, uh-huh. the moonlight, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're, oh yeah. Um, song initially when it started playing over. Well, it starts with like Michelle in the foreground of that one shot, but then they start following like the one jock dude. 
mm-hmm. for a while. And I was like, this is such a like pretentious choice. But then I like the more that I thought about it and then we see Alex play it, I'm like, this is actually really indicative of like the time of high school because I feel like you have so many people like learning piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like everyone can kind of play that one. Like I yeah. didn't even read music and I knew how to play like the first part of that for a while. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like, it seems like one of those like classic things. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of like perfectly like yeah. sets the tone. And I feel like it also, I mean, like maybe it feels like a pretentious choice, but when you're in high school and your like hormones are out of control and like everything is at level 11, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. feel like grander choices make more sense because you're just feeling all the things. Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, I yeah, I got turned around about it by the yeah. end. I was like, no, this makes like 100% sense. Yeah. Do you think and or do you know if uh, Alex actually played the piano? In that scene? Uh, I don't know. Because he plays it like you do see his hands and it does match up. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So I was just, but like there's a lot of the scene where you don't see him playing it. Totally. And so I was just curious if like, I wonder if he actually played it in that scene. Mm. I don't know. That'd be cool. I bet you like he definitely could play that first part because that part's not that cra- crazy. Like no. you could learn that. In, You'll like, probably like learn it a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. probably. It's, but it, it does like it gets. But like... then it gets like kind of more intense. Mm-hmm. But at that point, we're not. We're mostly seeing his back, or we're seeing Eric. Yeah, and then like there's the it. one shot that like you see his hands moving, but mm-hmm. you don't see what they're playing. Like you mm-hmm. see his arms moving, and it's shot from behind. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just like, I wonder. I, like I was just I wondered if he actually played it yeah I yeah. wonder too I wonder if it's on the IMDB trivia uh, I didn't see it I looked through all their trivia oh, okay well fuck um dude dude fucking crazy damn it, yeah it definitely had the potential to be a very boring film and I feel like I've seen a lot of films yeah like this trying to capture the same yeah feeling and it they don't do as good of a job but like this one nailed it yeah <laughs> it just makes it feel like real yeah like, Lena. real, real. And I feel like that is kind of the Ugh. appeal of, like, uh, some of what I've seen of, like, Gus Van Sant's movies is just that, like, there's, like, uh, an authenticity to them mm-hmm. um, that's, like, very endearing. Yeah. Uh, you have more, some more thoughts? You told me you had some things going on in your brain. Your little brain box. Um, I was just, like... It just reminded me of something like I had heard on like a podcast recently um, where the it's like the director of the movie like First Reformed with like Mm -hmm. Ethan Hawke that Mm -hmm. came out recently. But he also like wrote Taxi Driver and has written he's mostly a writer. Okay. And then like has recently like directed some. But um, he was kind of talking about how you know, traditionally, like, a lot of movies will, like, spoon-feed you all kinds of stuff. They, like, Mm -hmm. they're kind of needy where they just, like, they'll, you know, give you music cues, they'll give you editing cues, they'll give you all kinds of things to, like, indicate what's happening in the story. Yeah. And he was just saying for, like, more contemplative sort of movies, um, you have situations where you'll cut to something or hold on something and there won't be music cues, and there won't be other things, and you're you kind of will be unsure about like why it is, yeah, like that you're looking at that thing. But like that sort of questioning is the sort of like engagement that like those movies play on, like when they're done well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like putting it as this thing of like what he calls like the scalpel of boredom, which is just like 
how far can you push that before you turn somebody off to where they just want to like leave? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like this delicate balance where like you're trying to engage them more and like get them to make decisions. Right. Like, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, even like the way the first end of this podcast like played out is like you guys were picking out certain moments where like maybe you made judgments on certain characters or yeah. something. I'm like, this is exactly like the thing is like, it forces you to have opinions. Mm-hmm. And like, my read on those girls wasn't the same as like what you got, you know, how what you guys took from it. Yeah. But I think that's like kind of the thing is like everyone then you're left open to your own devices. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's such an interesting place to, like, leave the audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I tend to be drawn more to movies like that. I feel like that can be said of, like, both of these movies, mm-hmm. like Elephant and Inland Empire, mm-hmm. where they're, like, leaving more room for um, your own interpretation of things rather than just kind of, like, being very straightforward with information. Yeah. I will say this one, like, presents, to me, a slightly more neutral, like, yeah. pa- palette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inland Empire is more aggressive. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which no, is totally. funny to say because it's, like, there's plenty of, like, material in here that's, like, intense, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn. Damn. Do you think it passes the Bechdel test? I think it does. I said yes. Because we have all of those three girls are named. Well, their dialogue is painful. It is about <laughs> if they food, talk about sal- they talk about going to the mall, going to the mall. Uh, they they talk about they some talk things. about boys, but like they talk about some other stuff, yeah, as well. I think that uh, they're oh, got- and also there's well, never mind. There's Michelle and the gym teacher talking about her pants, but the gym teacher isn't named. I don't think. Oh, I don't know. Um, that whole conversation was super reminiscent to me oh of my like God. actual high school yeah we're just we were like, talking about how upsetting that is so yeah. like in that scene that we're introduced to michelle where she's in gym class and the teacher's just like basically telling her that, that she, she can't, can't wear, wear sweats. pants yeah she, she has, has to, to wear, wear shorts. shorts which as she's saying this one of the girls walking behind her was wearing pants <laughs> uh so i'm like okay already bullshit but then joel and i were just like uh, like, you don't know this girl's reasons for wearing pants. Like, like read the room. She's obviously like an awkward kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe like look into like. It's start like the thinking principal some... with John. Like maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe like t- take initiative and read into this a little yeah. bit. But it's just like So I guess like quo. that is all like, yeah, like the teachers and administrators like not Paying seeing attention. the elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Like in all the situations. In all of <laughs> just... them. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, for sure with Michelle, that was just, like, such shit. And also just, like, I'm thinking back to, like, when I was in high school, and it's, like, the teachers didn't give a shit if you wore sweats as long as they weren't, like, jeans. Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah. No, but, like, that felt very similar to, like, I can't think of an example, but that just sounded so high school to me. Where yeah, it's just, really like, where it's, like, you just have this petty a prop, little thing. It's a petty thing. The school, like, enforces it, but, like, you're, like... There's no real reason. You as a kid, you're just, like, why? But why? But like, why? W- like, why would I get marked down for this, like, insane rule just because you have it written down? Yeah, just... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, When no, it's, like, there sure. should... There could be, like, a bigger reason why she doesn't want to wear shorts. And just or maybe like, she just doesn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. leave her alone with it. Like, like the, she's not hurting anybody. No, totally. That Again, was, she's not in jeans, so, like... That was, like, a really frustrating scene. It was super frustrating. Um, But, yeah, anyway, there are some scenes. It's funny. I was thinking about it, and I was like, it does pass the Bechtel test. I don't think it passes the Mako Mori test. I don't think so, either. Because none of them have 
um, like narrative arcs that are. It's not that kind so of film. I don't. Well, yeah, almost. Yeah. It's not long enough. To nobody happen. has like a narrative yeah. arc. Yeah. There's very few narrative arcs. Yeah. Um. Do you think it passes the Rousseau test, though? I think it might. I said yeah, because I mean, Eric and Alex are at potentially least questioning. An, they're at least experimenting. Yeah. Uh, which they're is on the spectrum somewhere. Curious enough to be on the spectrum. Curious enough to, to not be defined as definitively straight. Yeah. Yeah. Which let's be real. Who's a hundred percent straight? Nobody. Guys, come on. We're all a little bit gay. Chill out. Gender's a construct. Sexuality is fluid. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's all made up. Everything's made Just up. Just like who you like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so I said, yeah, because they're co- sort of like the crux of the whole movie. And that's not their defining characteristic. No, not at all. It's, it's barely a ba- characteristic barely at all. Barely touched on at all. It's honestly so little of a characteristic. I'm questioning <laughs> whether if it, it exists at all. Not, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's something there. There's yeah. something there. Yeah. Totally. There's something to be had. I mean, certainly that one seemed, seemed incredibly casual. So despite... Yeah. Whether that was the first time or, uh, you know, one of many times. It's yeah. like there was enough of an inkling from both of them. That that, that would like, be okay. They would have assumed, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That would, totally. Like, that, Eric, that, that's all right. Like that's going to be fine. This yeah. is normal for them. Um. Yeah. Damn. Well, good, did you good like job, it? Good job, Elephant. I did. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I like forgot how much I liked this movie. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, movie totally. was incredible. If, when I thought about it to like put it on my birthday episode, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> this movie exists. Yeah. Like I'd kind of even forgotten a little bit about it and then it just sort of came up and I was just like, god damn, that's a, a movie. A really good like sister movie to this is uh, Gus Van Sant's Paranoid Park. Mm-hmm. It feels like like part two kind of really interesting kind, like, I think that's one that I have not it's very seen. much like and maybe I don't know if the aesthetic is different I, I assume he probably came up with like a different conceptual aesthetic sure but like like oh, in, I wonder in terms if, like tonally um, like it, it I wonder if because there are this is one of three movies that is part of his like death trilogy it's this oh no it's this Jerry in last days Jerry's the one with like Casey Affleck I think I don't know if I don't think I've seen that. I, I don't think I've days. seen it either. Um, but then Last Days is the it's a Kurt Cobain one, right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, but yeah. they're part of like a thematic trilogy from That's him. That's interesting. Love yeah, that. but yeah, definitely mm-hmm. Paranoid Park. Like it just okay. Whenever That's I saw that, out. like it reminded me of this. Like yeah. completely. Yeah. Okay. And similarly small, like mm. not not one of his bigger movie, right. you know, approaches. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He does really kind of like go back and forth, like budget wise. Yeah. And just like how small. I respect grid. that. Oh, another little fun fact is that the high school that this is placed at, mm-hmm. um, four years after this came out was uh condemned uh okay. with like black mold. But at the Ooh. time that they filmed Ooh. this was already shut down. It was already <laughs> like not in use as a school anymore. Right. So that all makes sense. That's not what I was expecting. But that's kind of interesting, like, finding, like, a school that's shut down to use as, like, this huge set piece. Oh, yeah. God. It's, so like, so like, cool. I kind of feel like the set piece almost comes first, and then you're like, what can we do with this? Yeah. yeah. Like, you have this school, and you're like, oh, well. We got to write a story like about a set is set here. That is set here. Yeah. yeah. What's, well, like. It's an amazing opportunity for right? sure. Right? Yeah. I wonder what came first between the story and the 
I mean, I feel like Gus Vincent at that point oh was like resourceful God. enough to like probably he could probably get even probably if, even if there wasn't a shutdown school, he probably would have figured it out. Yeah, that was not where I was expecting that fun fact to end. By the oh, way. oh! The, what the, were you expecting? That there was a school shooting or something. Eventually. Yeah. Oh God! Nah, not that I read. <laughs> oh, actually, similarly to that, like trivia piece. Mm-hmm. I know this is completely irrelevant to yeah. the podcast listeners, unless they've been following every episode. But um, the la- the the place that they shot the Last Supper, that house, mm-hmm. was burned down like right after they filmed. What? It. <laughs> Dang. Oh my God! Damn. So they couldn't even go back. That's that kind of happened to us. Remember. <laughs> that did kind of happen to we you. We were guys. shooting a movie, Not and then kinda. the and then the <laughs> location got uh it's burned, got burned down up. Now. It's not burned down, but it's all burnt up. It's all burnt up. So there's no reshooting. And one of your that. actresses got lost over a hundred pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. So, there's no going back. There's lots of changes. The end. You got what you got. You got what you got. We the really end. did. When you're dead, you're dead. When you're dead, you're dead. All right. Well. Damn, that's a movie. Do you guys want to talk about Inland Empire? I would love to talk about Inland Holy Empire. Holy shit. Because ah! I feel like my first note uh, pretty much encapsulates my feelings for the whole movie. Okay. Because my first note is just, what am I looking at here? Yeah, that pretty much goes on for about three hours. Yeah. And this movie. So my this second mo- note just says it's a fucking fever dream. It was a yeah. fucking. I actually read multiple reviews. Um, well, one review in particular that described it as a three-hour waking nightmare. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. uh, that's kind of what I like about it. Yeah. So this movie is three hours and 17 minutes. So nearly um, closer to three and a half than it is to Closer to three and a half. Three. Um, it was, uh, it came out in 2006. Uh-huh. It's directed by what? Nothing. I did, My eyes just did a weird thing. Oh, God, you freaked me out. You, like, looked... Erica looked toward like a wall that it should be nothing, but like there was something. Um, I thought the base was shaking. Oh, okay. Damn. Um, that freaked me out. Sorry. That's okay. Um, oh, directed no. by David Lynch. Lena! Who, anybody who knows me knows that I love. You're all about David Lynch. I do like his stuff because it's really fucking weird. It is. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, and it's all just like so it's just a mind fuck. That's like the first time I saw this was probably like 2009 or 2010. So this one came out 2006, right? Yeah. Okay. I saw it in college. I remember um I'm pretty sure uh Daniel either showed it to me or like we just like saw it together. So it would have been like 2009, 2010. Um and it was like so I didn't start smoking weed until 2009. Okay. Um so it was like in the early days of that and and it was such a mind fuck and I saw it high and it just kind of like melted my brain the first time I saw it. And it it brought it like kept me kind of coming back to it out of like curiosity of what it all meant. Yeah, I feel like I both simultaneously simultaneously both need to and don't want to watch this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like I didn't un- I didn't get it all. No, I definitely didn't understand it even a little bit until the second time I watched <laughs> it. So I think that that's right. a fair assessment. But same thing where it's just like, it's three hours of what seems like nonsense. So like, I don't want to go back to it. Yeah, it's a fucking fever dream of a movie. So that's why I like picked it because I feel like it had a huge impact on me and it's more of like just psychological horror. Yeah. I feel like this movie would pair well with um 
what was that movie called? Madeline's Madeline? Madeline's Madeline? Yeah. Oh, Madeline's wait. Madeline. I feel like it came up when we were watching that, right? Because you were... Yeah, well, there's been a couple things recently where we've been you were watching. You're just like them, I'm excited, to and watch I'm like, Inland we Empire. need to watch Inland Empire already yeah. Yeah. because like themes, similar themes have been coming up. Yeah, but I feel like I feel the same way about Madeline's Madeline. What as was I do. this? Like, what would Danny's causing a ruckus? Just climbing all over some shit. Hold for Danny. No, she's just gonna keep on keeping on. <laughs> okay. Um, how would you describe Madeline's Madeline? I don't fucking know. Basically, like you have a um a young girl who is mm-hmm. like an understudy in a experimental play mm-hmm. that yes. this person's putting on. Yeah. And slowly over the course of the movie, the director of the play starts putting her more and more front and center into the story. Yeah. And because it's experimental, she's allowing new storylines to develop and new sort of like experimentation to take place. So mm-hmm. a lot of time they're playing animals yes. and people are choosing animals and that kind of seems like what it's going to be like at the beginning. Yeah. And then eventually she just keeps pulling more and more from Madeline's story because Madeline is um, like her life is kind of like messed up and like yeah. the director is finding that interesting. And so yeah. she keeps pulling more like crazy elements and she and has so a strange like relationship of, with her mom. Yeah, and so that like gets some of the in. scenes become like therapy sessions about her relationship with her mom, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like it's like way too volatile and then just like I really apart. liked that movie. But I'm yeah, when we were watching did. it and there was so much like blurring of um like reality and the performance. There were quotes around reality for those. Well, just because who aren't like in the Twitch chat. That's true. Hey, all fifty thousand of you. Hey, all. Um, uh, oh, fifty-one. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. <laughs> uh, just keeps going up every time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, there were qu- quotes around reality because like uh, time is a construct. Yeah. We're probably in a simulation. Nothing like the, and reality is subjective also. More so is what I'm getting at. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. subjective reality. Yeah. I gotta say Inland Empire this time around like made way more sense to me. Right. <laughs> was, was this I your like, second watch through or, or how many times have you seen it? I don't know. I I feel like that every time second, I see it. Yeah. Second watch. Okay. But like I was like, oh, this like actually almost rest. seems like kind of normal like I could imagine not that it was normal what I could see was that (laughs) there was a very specific plot that they were enacting that previously appeared random to me and Mm -hmm. this time seemed very deliberate yeah like incredibly Mm -hmm. deliberate to the point where I was like you could you could have like Charlie Kaufman and like Spike Jones make like a way more streamlined like yeah uh, approachable version of this yeah that like is just a head trip but still good Uh uh-huh like or not not that this is bad. What I mean right. is just like, yeah. it's it would just be Good another thing. I, Good, no, but like, I, yeah, no, but I think that a lot of people would say that this is a bad movie because sure. it is very, it's not. It's hard a, to understand. It's not a conventional story well, structure at all. And on top of that, it's just like the craft is for shit. So <laughs> the craft, oh. I mean, like the acting's great, but like the filmmaking oh, craft. Yeah. It's, so it looks like, horrible. a it's like terrible. fun fact about it is that like, I think this is like David Lynch had basically gotten some type of like digital camera and just kind of liked the lightness and like fluidity of being able to like do it. So this is actually something that he shot over the course of multiple years while also doing other projects. Yeah. Um, Dude, that's crazy. Which, and there is like, there's like stuff um, that 
it seems like he's kind of denied, but not wholeheartedly denied about uh, not having a script for this at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like about it being very random. Yeah. Um, which I feel like is possible. That all makes possible. Sense. Um, but there is like some. I agree. Like every time I watch it, I'm more like, okay, yeah, this is making more and more sense. Yeah. Um, and, and so it took like two or three watches of it before I was just like, okay, I see what's happening here. Like the first time. I think the first time I saw it, right after watching it, I was like, I need to Google what this is about, even. Just yeah. like, what this, what's a summary of this just movie getting, at like, all? Just getting a start on it, in a way. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, it's, um, if you haven't seen it and you don't like weird shit, you're probably not gonna. No. Oh, you're don't probably, yeah, don't. I feel like this is a very niche it. movie, and I'm very selective with who I even suggest it to. Because I feel not like for everyone, feel like most people are not going to like it because it's three, almost three and a half hours. It mainly is following Laura Dern, um, who is playing. She's so young in this. Um, she's like in her thirties, though. But just like in comparison to like what I see yeah. her as in my head, she's, she's just, just been just in the like, game for a long time. She has. Uh, I read a story about David Lynch uh, actively campaigning. God. Uh, on Hollywood Boulevard for Laura Dern to like win uh, an Oscar for this or something like That's that. Amazing. Just like, and, which I'm kind of like, yeah, I think my very first note in this is uh, Laura Dern is an underrated treasure. Yeah, she oh, fucking, yeah, I've been saying amazing. this for years. Crushes Laura Dern is it. constantly crushing it. So basically, we're mainly following her um, as this character named Nikki, who is an actress who lives in Hollywood. She gets this role. Um, for this movie mm -hmm. where she plays a character named Sue. Um, they don't say it very much. It is, I just read this. Yeah. But it turns um, out like... But it turns out that the script, like the the story that this is based on is cursed. And they've like, it's like an older story that has been, uh, they tried to tell before, but uh, never like successfully been able to be told because... Yeah. Uh, tragedy occurs on the production of it from before this. It's like a Polish story. And they oh. allude to the fact that mm -hmm. like the the actors got confused or not or like whatever. They jumbled yeah. their real lives and the characters' yeah. lives and then like... Exactly. And then that basically a lot of the movie is like that essentially happening with this where progressively it's less and less clear what is reality and what is the movie. Yeah. And who is who at any given time. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's further confused by, uh, like I just recently read about this, about how like the actor who plays Laura Dern's husband mm -hmm. is also playing a different character um, mm. during the movie too. Um, I think the um, in the Polish scenes, he's supposed to be a different character. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so this is also following. Um, so there's a lot of like jumps in time as well, because like one of the main themes is like essentially that time is a construct. <laughs> um, and like there's one scene where they like explicitly that one like neighbor lady talks about like. Not knowing like the difference between yesterday and today, and yeah, yeah. If to, uh, if today was tomorrow, you'd be sitting over there. Yeah, and then she says like, if it was you know nine forty five, I might I might think it was after midnight. Yeah, and so it's basically yeah this whole long winded thing about. But then they look over to where that 
she says that she would be. And then, and then we're just there. Exactly. It transitions into the next day. <laughs> Which it is, I feel like, just the film itself. Which was stating incredible. The, the truth of that, uh, yeah. like, monologue. Basically, like, when you're watching it, it's kind of like she's a maniac yeah. a little bit. But then yeah. it's but just by the, end, you're like, okay. the movie saying, like... Yeah, like we're just we're jumping all over the place into different um, timelines, dude. All the ca- the cameras were so close to everybody's face. Yeah, and and it, usually and it's out like of an, focus, like an earlier digital kind of <laughs> camera that was probably not able to like manual focus. Manually Those focus. like early camcorders that was like auto everything. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't touch a control. It's just so like- there's like a handful of shots where. Pe- the backgrounds in focus, but people's faces aren't. Yeah, but I but feel even like- what is in focus like looks terrible. So it's not sure. like yeah. it's like that big of a di- difference. That's true. Um, I feel like while I was watching this too, like in that scene, because that's pretty early on when she has that monologue about like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the first few. Scenes. Um, I remember thinking like, oh my god, the cameras are so close, and I feel like they get closer. Yeah. <laughs> And, As the movie goes and on. And it's like kind of a widish angle, so it like distorts people's faces. It's a weird choice, and I like that about it. Yeah. They so really some of the people in this, there's like Laura Dern, there's um Justin Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau. Uh Harry Dean Stanton, which I think he's in a couple David Lynch things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Um Yeah. I can't think of her name, but the woman who's like the older woman who the has older that neighbor monologue. woman. Yeah. yeah. She's in she some looks other familiar. Stuff, I knew yeah. I know that she's face. in some I actually looked up recently that she's in Child's Play too. Okay. But um I, I love her name is like Grace movies. something that I cannot pronounce. Okay. Um I love the Child's Play movies. Did you have a yeah. We're gonna talk about them soon. Yeah. I'm excited for the new one too. Yeah. I was Chucky last year for Halloween. I'm curious about it. Remember that? I do yeah, remember I do, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Danny, you beautiful little beast. That's true. Do you guys have some notes? Um, I feel like I it's, it's hard to kind of talk about this movie at all. I don't understand a lot of my notes. Okay. I also I'll compared see. this Let's... movie to um, Anguish. Yeah, okay. Um, but I don't remember exactly what well, that is in reference to. It, that makes sense, though, because, like, the, like... In anguish, it's like multiple planes of reality. Like it's oh, that's true. The theater, and then it's the movie, and then it's something going on within the movie as well, right? I think so, yeah. Um, so it's just like just sort of layers of reality. That that makes sense. And I think there were a lot of weird shots with like wide angles close to people's faces. <laughs> and I, stuff. Can, I can definitely see like I putting them in a double feature would make sense. Those to me. two, yeah, uh, that would suck though. Like, would it, 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 they'd be painful. To watch for sure. Wasn't Anguish kind of a long movie? Yeah. Yeah. But it was so good. Yeah. But it's also a tough watch for a lot of people, I'm That's sure. That's true. Also very niche and yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. Yeah. But I would also recommend it in general because it's I good. really liked it. Like if you're looking for some weird ass movies, fucking check out Anguish. Yeah. They, it's on YouTube, I think. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I really like. Because nobody gives a shit about fucking copyrights for that movie. Go ahead. Yes. About when we get into the thick of it mm-hmm. and we're transitioning between different she's almost like different people and mm-hmm. different like uh moments of time. Yeah. And what what one thing I thought was so cool was like every time we cut to the new scenario. Mm-hmm. Um Lord Dern gives this performance like she's coming to, like uh-huh. she just woke up from a dream yeah. even if she's just like standing and in a 
You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's not waking up each time, but yeah. like, it's as if she's just woken up. Yeah. And she's just like standing in the midst of a conversation that she's having with some people or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. even by the end, when she's like destitute mm-hmm. and like his, you know, or whatever, it's just like every time she's just like coming to. And it's yeah. like, I think that's so interesting. And I also think that I think that's another testament to why she should win an award. She's incredible. Yeah. And it just like played into the whole feeling of just like time is a construct, like reality is a construct. And like these roles, the difference between, you know, acting and like performing these roles is no different than like you're performing a version of yourself in reality. Right. As well. Like you're making all these really specific decisions as to like because of like this imaginary past which like it did happen but like you can never go back to it right so you're just like so, you you could decide to be a different person every second of the day but most people are like no i'm amy i like these kinds of movies and mm-hmm. this type of stuff yeah. and you like hold to it you yeah. know but you could every second just be like you know whatever yeah just, yeah i'm a punk i'm a <laughs> God, I'm, a, I'm a king <laughs> of I'm a cockney bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a cockney bitch. Yeah. Here, I'm a, you're a French duke. <laughs> I've never seen one. Yeah. And then the other thing that like occurred to me this time through was just like the duration of the whole thing. Yeah. I think um, is like a necessity of what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because like it's almost like the longer they had that like midsection chunk where like she's being tossed from reality to reality. Yeah. Like, the better the payoff of the end when they call cut. Yeah. Once she's, like, destitute and dies on the street. Yeah. And then she just, like, gets up and is like, wait, what the fuck? Like, this has been my life. What do you mean cut? Yeah. Like, yeah. kind of thing. Not that I she love... has any of those lines, but you know what I no, mean? I, yeah, but no, yeah, no, totally. I love all of that, that part. Just through her physical performance because she's amazing at her craft. Yeah. She's very good. Terry Crews is in that scene. He is. I had forgotten about that yeah. entirely. Um, yeah. He only has a couple lines. Yeah, but he isn't. Dude, Terry Crews is a fucking treasure. What a gem of a human. Yeah. Love no, that. totally. Um, yeah, I like that. I love how surprising that scene is. Because yeah. we, we've done everything to like get to that point of her being, yeah, just literally stabbed on the streets. We're as lost as she is in the whole thing. You right. Know? Like, and kinda. Yeah. Like if you it's like and the more time they had like to stretch that out, it's like the more you the easier it would it would be to like forget <laughs> There's a little Danny down the, by Joel Forget Sand. about the initial plot of just like this cursed script that she's working yeah. on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And it's just like if you didn't forget that, then the plot actually makes a lot of sense. Like, she's following through these characters. This is exactly what yeah. everyone said would happen. You yeah. Know? Like, the production totally. gets cursed. Oh, one really cool thing that I liked was that, like, early on, they're doing, like, a... Um, fuck. Uh, script read-through? What the yeah. fuck is that called? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Table read? Yeah. Ta- Sorry, yeah, I just, yeah, like, yeah. spaced on it. Anyway, they're doing a table read. Yeah. And, like... They see someone in the distance. Yeah. And then Justin Thoreau's character, who's just like an actor, is like, like, is looking around and is like, oh, I'll go check it out. And so he goes like, and like follows them down and they disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then later in the movie, when like we're in the throes of uh-huh. um, Laura Dern, like, real, f- yeah. what's real, she like ends up 
in a studio and then sees them in the distance at yeah. the table read to from give, the past. To give the, yeah, exactly the implication that it was her. It was her. It was and her. And so just like whole time. time's folding in on itself. And uh-huh. it's just like, I'm like, this is fucking, I'm like this, like that was one of the moments where I was like, this plot is actually really rad. Yeah. And I think like a more obvious streamlined version of it. And I mean obvious yeah. by like, indie standards like totally this is yeah. like way this is deep indie this is deep indie <laughs> this, this is, is like dark web indie. <laughs> <laughs> david lynch is like the top of the dark web indie though like by i feel sure. like it gets way like deeper and darker yeah. but like he's the most accessible the most accessible <laughs> of the weird unaccessible shit yeah yeah, yeah. For but sure. like totally. by comparison, like elephant, like, elephant or something, it's just like a about, pop like, movie. It's just like so shit. accessible. Yeah. yeah, like elephant makes so much sense. It's just like yeah, it's a fun romp compared to Inland Empire. Like I mean, fun isn't exactly the word that I would use. But you know what? But I mean? yeah. I don't really use the word no, romp totally. either. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not romp. Yeah, no, totally. And also, even just of like um, David Lynch's movies, I feel like this is getting toward the more inaccessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is uh, honestly something that I enjoy about it. Because like his other stuff too, there's other films too. Like um, people talk a lot about Mulholland Drive mm-hmm. um, because Mulholland Drive is similarly a mind fuck and the themes are kind of similar where it's like an actor um, who gets this role and then there's just sort of a disconnect of reality and confusion about what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. But it's, more straightforward sure. than this is. This sure. is um, this is definitely a, a little crazier. It's been on my list of movies to watch for a while. Which one, Mahal and Drive? Mahal and Drive yeah. We should watch. I would watch it again sometime because I really like it. It's got my girl in it, Naomi yeah. Watts. Dude, like that is your girl. Dude, she is my girl. An exact follow <laughs> up episode to this could just be like Paranoid Park and, and Mahal and Drive. Drive. <laughs> yeah, like totally. the sister movies of those two movies. Honestly. Of. Yeah. That'd Maybe be pretty rad. Maybe yeah. we should do that. That'd be funny. Just a part two. Yeah, so, uh, but Amy's birthday, Amy's part, birthday two part two with some movie like that I haven't birthday. seen, and uh, a movie you another don't remember one. that well. I know I remember Mulholland Drive. I've oh, seen okay. it a couple times. Um, it's just that like I feel like in talking with people that I've talked to about um, David Lynch movies, uh, a lot of people have seen Mulholland Drive and like have strong feelings yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But like you hear about it more. Barely so. anybody's even heard of Inland Empire, it seems is like. It, yeah. Mohan Drive 2 is like Electric shot Boogaloo. more conventionally, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, is it shot on film? Um, I don't know. It looks better for yeah. sure. There's no denying that. But like it's weird to think too. I don't know. The order of like his films is weird too. Like, um, this movie came out after like he was like he had just done a racer head. Yeah. That's another one that I would put on like more inaccessible mm-hmm. of his movies. But also I like really appreciate it. I won't say that I like it because it makes me very sick and uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's the way I felt like about Mother. Yeah. Like I appreciate what they did. But will I watch it again? Ooh. I don't know if I'll ever be ready to feel that way again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you seen Eraserhead? I don't think so. Um... That's pretty uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> it's in it's in black and white. That's a fun time. Um, I don't know how I'd really explain it. Basically, like it's just like following this one dude and uh, his life, and his wife has a baby, and the baby is um, sick. I believe. Oh boy! The baby is played by the 
corpse of a baby lamb, I think it is. It's very uncomfortable. What did you just say to me? <laughs> yeah. I think oh, I think it's a lamb. What? It could be like a little baby goat or something. Holy but it's definitely shit. like a it is that's like a fun fact about that movie mm. is that it's the corpse of a baby animal. So fun. Um so fun. It's really hard to watch um in a lot of ways. Oof. The baby won't stop crying. Oof. Yeah, it's tough. It's already dead. It's a tough one. Yeah. Um, what's in the box? I watched that <laughs> Erica recently. recently saw Seven. Yeah. For the first time. Dude. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, not good, but pretty good. Not good, but also, like, it's a solid-ass movie. But also, it's like, uh, I, it was made for me, kind of. Yeah. Like, it's all the shit that I'm interested in. No, totally. I love it. It's, like, a beautiful movie. It's, it's a crime drama. Morgan like Freeman, gritty. Brad Pitt. Seven uh, Deadly Sins. Yeah, it's got puzzles. Puzzles. Puzzle. That's why crime stuff, I feel like, is so interesting to me and to so many people is the puzzles. Puzzles. People want puzzles. Bitches love puzzles. People think they don't want puzzles, but it's like but they puzzles, puzzles with stakes, you know? Puzzles yeah. with stakes, Saw. yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't like... The very first note that I wrote about Inland Empire was just, I'm so nervous, is this going to hold up? Because it's been a few years since I've Damn. seen it last. I hate that. I hate that feeling of, like, being really excited to show somebody a movie, and then, like, as you're starting it, you're just like, oh, God, is this even still good? You're like, have yeah. I made a huge mistake <laughs> just now? And then this is like a, the stakes are high with this mistake because it's over three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, is this actually just going to be, like, one of those things where we watch it and Erica's like, what the fuck? And you were like, what the fuck? But, but, like a good but more like fuck. a what the fuck that was crazy. Yeah. Not like a what the fuck did you just make me sit through? Yeah. No, because it's a hard watch for sure. I yeah. will say like, I don't think I like this movie very much. Yeah. But like. That makes sense. But like you guys are all saying, just like, I appreciate like the shit out of it. Like yeah. I get. I feel like I, I, I keep getting more out of it. Like the more I watch, like I understand yeah. more. Yeah. And it's. I don't know, like something that. But would potentially bother me when I was younger about like indie movies and probably still now is just yeah. like when I watch one and I just feel like there was no point to it. Yeah. And anything that you could derive from it was just you scrambling around in the dark and like grabbing at random things. But the direct like anytime I had the feeling where the director didn't even intend anything, I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Like, like why are you making me sit through I'm this? not going to yeah. do the work of like trying to coax a meaning out of something meaningless. Totally. Yeah. But like when I, you know, and I don't really know how I took it when we first watched it. Watched I don't it exactly. remember. But, yeah. um, but like, I mean, I wasn't unaccustomed to watching like pretty weird indie movies. So like, no, totally. it, it didn't I mean, that's me honestly, anything. that's part of like what drew us to each other in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. Anyway, like, it's like interest in more like indie things, like yeah. indie movies and music and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of feel you. I don't know if I would use the word like for either of these movies. I actually really like it made me like the elephant. I was like, yeah. oh, I'd like. Throw oh, you this actually on do. More. Yeah. Okay. Like I was like, yeah, oh, I, I should get back into this. Like, yeah, totally. It's, it's good. I think the reason that I chose both of these was because I was trying to think of like, what are movies that ha made me have like a really severe reaction? Yeah. Um, 
Also, I feel like we just keep upping each other's ante in terms of just like, <laughs> I'll do my episode and you're like, oh, we oh, can go that far? All okay. right. Oh, <laughs> like, and how like, far away from horror? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, like you put elephant and now I'm just like, oh, the heart deceitful, deceitful above all things is like, it's horrific. But it's not But it's horror. It's not horror, but it's yeah, horrific. I don't so think I'm either like, of these on IMDb are classified as horror. I think Elephant was classified as Crime, drama, drama, thriller. thriller. Yeah. So um, thriller sometimes can get the pass. Yeah. Like it's almost there. But I, I looked up and I was like, oh, the hardest deceitful above all things is only classified as a drama. Mm. But I'm like, it's incredibly horrific. I mean, maybe so rewatch I'm, and just assess for oof, yourself. Yeah. Might do. Yeah. Might do. But I feel like that movie has also just been like circling my life first. Like, I feel like there's certain titles of movies that have just been, like, circling me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I saw them. Like, I'd heard the title. Because, I mean, I saw that. I knew of the movie because Dylan and Cole Sprouse are in it. But yeah. when I first heard about the movie, I was way too young to watch it. Yeah. So it was kind of just, like, kind of okay, circling well, my radar. Until, I, like, I circled. I used it for a school project in high school. Wow. Because okay. we did a a whole unit on like child abuse, and we had to do like, oh interesting. Or I, th- I think it was consi- like bullying of sorts, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I I there are certain books that I'd already read that like kind of circled theme. that theme, yeah. and I was like, can I just use this? Can I just use this theme? And they're just like, yeah. And so I was able to watch it for a pr- uh, project in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then now it's like coming back around because it's Gus Van Zandt. No, oh, no, was, because of it, that actor. Because it's the same actor, and it's it's got a similar like tone, and like it just like it feels the same. Mm-hmm. With I mean, it's it's different content entirely. It's whatever, but it yeah. just feels the same. The tone is just similar. Yeah, yeah. It tastes the same. Tastes the same. It's the same flavor. It's the same flavor. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'm curious to watch it then. So I might might throw that in. Yeah. Damn. Um. Sneak peek. I got some fun facts uh, about this movie, but I more so want to hear if you guys have other like thoughts and feelings and um, things first. I have other notes that I just don't understand what they mean. So I'm yeah, just gonna... well, if you read them off, maybe I can help. One of them just says "yikes." That's probably a bad sign. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what that's in reference mm. to. Because with some of these other notes, I like like with the what am I looking at here? I have like in parentheses what I was referring to. Right. Which was specifically the laugh la- the laugh track for the bunny sitcom. Yeah, one of my fun facts is about the bunny sitcom. Cool. Um and then I have like a, a note that just says okie dokie. And then uh-huh. in parentheses it says musical number. Yes. So I know what that's in reference to, but like with yeah. the that's probably not, that's probably a the bad musical sign. number at the very end? No, in the middle. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, okay. I I did have a question. Okay. So all the girls Mhm. Are those supposed to be the different f- parts of her personality? I don't think so. Are they? They are. So they're I, not, are they? They're they're not real though, right? I think that they are real. I think that they're a completely different timeline. Oh. So they are Polish prostitutes. Yes. Um, and so I think it is um supposed to be one of the things that I was reading today was talking about one of the timelines being the make like the Polish version, you know, cause it's like yeah, a Polish yeah. story and the actors making it went crazy basically. Yeah. Um, so like one theory is that that is like that timeline. Mm, okay. Um, okay, okay. But there's a lot more involved in that, that I love that. 
don't there's have so much info to look get into, into right now. there really is there's like you can i was trying to like synthesize some information before we talked about it and i just got really bogged down by way too much information there's a yeah it's like there's a lot yeah to this because there's like that like there's multiple timelines multiple like characters playing multiple different characters multiple, like yeah um it's a lot, and it's it's, I mean, it's a non, lot of content. So it's, it's non-linear, so you're also having to like fucking map scrapbook things shit out. back together. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real deep dive. It's a real shit show that I'll definitely take one day. Yep. That'd be a good time. Uh, but I don't. I, I feel mean, like it's one thing. It's something that I did at one point, <laughs> and then I just like have forgotten the information, and I don't want to do it again. Yeah. Because I know that I did like a deep dive when I first saw this movie where I was like, what the fuck am I even looking at here? Yeah. I think the reason I didn't do a deep dive like directly after was because I was already uh, done deep dove for in, another in a different movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, which we're going to talk about soon. You'll hear about. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, uh, you were so already I, I was balls already deep balls in deep a, in another fucking yeah. Crazy ass timeline of a movie. Totally. Uh, so I didn't quite get there with this one, but I will for sure. Because yeah. y'all know I get off on that kind of shit. Yeah. Of like, I love like reading between the lines and like the yeah. lore behind. Well, that's shit. what I love. That's love why it. I love this movie so much is because there's so much room for that. Yeah, it's good. No, it yeah. was good. Yeah. I I do agree that I wouldn't say that I liked it, but I respect the fuck out of it. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, it did the damn thing. Yeah, it made me feel a lot of things yeah. the first time that I saw it. I mean, yeah. and still, but like, oof. Woof. Woof. I feel like being high and yeah. watching it, mm -hmm. you definitely get a whole secondary aspect of it. Yeah. Because I find like when I'm high, shots lingering and moments lingering make a lot more sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I'm far more interested in yeah. what's going on on screen. And mm -hmm. so I'm reading more into it. And right. when I'm like sober and impatient, then I can just be like, well, you just cut, move on. Like, yeah. Get the to the end, next let's thing. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but like when you're high, you're just sort of like, well, why would you cut? Like yeah. this is so compelling. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's happening on screen, whatever the scenario is, provided it is even a little bit compelling. Sometimes yeah. there right. are times I still get bored like high, but like it's much more rare. Totally. But it like it just makes a lot of sense to me and I I wonder how to synthesize that kind of like experience and or like I wonder how to do that for your own productions, mm -hmm. you know? Mhm. Cuz like I don't really know how I would get to that unless I was just like editing high or something. Yeah, know? I don't know. And then like reviewing then he, it sober and like, okay, how far can I go with this? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then even then you're not like controlling how people are viewing it. So you can only give so much. Yeah. Totally. What a fucking fever dream. You want to hear some fun facts? I would yeah. love to hear some fun well, it's facts. It's not very much, but I'll like, I'll IMDb some other stuff for you. I would um, love that for us. So the rabbits. Yes. Uh, so very Donnie Darko. Susie Rabbit, I think is. Oh, shit. One of them. Because Susan or Sue. Oh, well, no, I'm not even. I don't think that's even. Oh, okay. Meant to be the thing. Maybe it is. Um, do you know who at least does the voice? I can't. I feel like I can't even think of the voice. It's my girl. Is it Naomi Watts? It is. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> so, which makes a lot of sense because I love um, 
David Lynch either just had or was about to do Mulholland Drive or something like that. And um, for some reason, I didn't. My brain was just like she. He either just did or like whatever. Uh, Naomi Watts was going to be the end of that. Oh sentence. boy! No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, let's see. So this came out in 2006. Mulholland Drive was 2001. So he had recently done okay Mulholland Drive. Um, so that makes sense. Um, another fun fact. Do you remember the scene where the director is talking through the megaphone to Bucky? <laughs> and he's like, sure, we Jeremy were talking Irons. about how like that scene is just, there's no plot in that scene. It's really purely <laughs> just a comedy scene where like the director is like, Bucky, uh, move the light down two feet. And like Bucky in the distance is like. What do you want to wear? Yeah. And so it's basically just like a way too long scene of that happening. (laughs) Voice Bucky is the voice of David Lynch. Oh, that's good. I love that. Which makes a lot of sense when like I read that I was like, yeah, that is his voice. That's hilarious. I love that. Um, Let's see if I can find any other little trivia tidbits for you. I do like that there's like some humor in the... Yeah, it does break it up a little bit. This is funny. I don't know if this is true or not, but it says stars Laura Dern and Justin Theroux have both said they have no idea what the film is about. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I feel like directors (laughs) will do like a deep dive into like the whole thing. And not that actors won't, but for like weirder movies, especially ones that like it sounds like he's just sort of like he was doing this on the, as a side hustle mm-hmm. kind of movie. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, sitting... Like, they might even be between other roles themselves. So, like, they, they might not yeah. be doing, like, such a thorough thing. Yeah. He could explain it, and they could it's still like, just be like, I don't, I don't know. fucking know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one of the fun facts is that it's shot over the course of a few years. That's nuts. That is pretty nuts. But it also kind of makes How a lot of sense. How long does it take for the average movie to film? I think it depends on the movie. Does it just depend? Well, because like... Like a couple weeks to like a month to a couple to, months I to mean, a like year. like a Marvel movie probably takes like eight to 12 months to film. Okay. Um, would you say? I don't know. I mean, I, it, I just at, no least like, at least like six months. Yeah. Um, Just like something like that. But then like a feature film that's like not so many like visual effects and special effects probably like you know four to eight weeks i would say is probably pretty average yeah just like 40 to 60 days or something yeah totally i just i I just just, i feel like i had no grasp on like how long movies take to make because i've never made a movie i imagine you could do something like elephant in probably just like i honestly like three i mean the smaller the budget four weeks like yeah you know, you're paying everyone per day. Yeah. You know, especially like working with like SAG anything, mm-hmm. then you just need to be like pretty tight. So like, yeah, there are tons of movies that are just like, oh, we only had 20 days. Yeah. Or like, yep. yeah. Yeah. Because it was short I feel like schedule. I've heard like the maze, the first maze runner movie took like, I've, like not very long. Mm-hmm. It was like, like 48 days I think is how long they had that's I mean that's pretty good yeah I mean that's still like like, if you're taking even just one day weekends that's still what like two or three months at least yeah it's just like 
Yeah. I just I just have no grasp on how long movies. No, I feel like okay, maybe Age of Twelve is like a lot, but I feel like Marvel movies or something like that take like quite a few months to film. Sure. It, it always sounds crazy to me whenever I hear the <laughs> yeah. amount of time. Um, or something like fucking like Cloud Atlas or something is probably like, I don't know. Yeah, and it also just depends on like the schedule because like yeah, um, I feel like for big Hollywood movies they want to get the page count down to like two to three pages a day because you just want to cover it as thoroughly and depending on what those two to three pages are, it all kind of averages out. So it's like you might have a sequence that's like two to three pages on the page, but then like it's an action scene. So that needs to get stretched out to like a few days. Yeah. And then you have something that could actually be like, you know, whatever. So you just like got to schedule it out. It just depends. Totally. But I feel like, but yeah, like but then indie movies, it's like some, isn't absurd. Sometimes, yeah. and on an indie movie, you're like trying to, I like we were trying to like press mm-hmm. five or six pages a day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, we did two weeks. We did two weeks for ours, and oh. that was literal insanity. <laughs> it's it's insane. Um, but it's just like your resources, like you could feel even with ours it's like you could feel what an ask it was to like have people for that amount of time obviously we weren't paying yeah you know, not obviously but uh we weren't paying any i just say obviously because we're all we all know we yeah all know. but like but we're being uh well, we're podcasting we're, we're podcasting. fucking streaming to so like we to, uh, how it was many an, millions seven twitch chat seven like million beyond yeah, micro yeah. budget feature just like yeah. no money basically and just trying to get everything done for free so just trying to make some art just the less time you were, I mean, it felt like we were stretching the boundaries of like, you know, our lead actresses, like time as well as everyone else's time in yeah. terms of like commitment. Yeah. Uh, totally. While you're shooting it. So you can just see how stuff could feel intense. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But yeah, it's like hard to say for yeah. an average. Um, do you think this movie passed the Bechdel test? <laughs> I mean, she definitely hasn't. Well, oh. Maybe. No, yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it does. Okay. I think it definitely does. Because um, I can't remember the neighbor's name, but I'm pretty sure she has a name. But there's oh, that, that conversation. 100%. Um, there's also scenes with the, well. All of the prostitutes do have names. Right. They do have names. And, but, and the reason I asked earlier if they were like uh, stems of her personality, because they're I mean, all like brandy. Like it's like they're, they all end in the same way that Nikki's does with an I. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I mean, they could be, honestly. I just haven't read anything that claims that. Sure. I have no evidence to support that. (laughs) I have no evidence to deny it explicitly. (laughs) I don't think that's right, but I don't know enough about stars to dispute it. I really don't. Uh, Yeah, so it's entirely possible. It is entirely possible. Um, But, yeah, I think it does pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. Which means it would, um, well, this also passes the... The Macklemore. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I mean... Most definitely. Because it predominantly centers around... A woman. A woman and her whole And her entire narrative arc that only really revolves mostly around itself like and herself. Yeah. So it's not to support anybody else's uh, character arc. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so much of this movie that we're just like neglecting to even talk about. You know what I mean? Like I'm just yeah. thinking about like okay, so like part of the crux is she ends up sleeping with her co-star, mm-hmm. but it's made unclear for a while if that's uh, a scene or if that's real life. But then eventually, it does. Like you do realize that that is 
real. Um, well, she's until like, the end, yeah. She's like kind of coming to like you we were talking about, like being uh, sentient, like being yeah. um, like her real self, Nikki, rather than mm-hmm. her, the actor self, which is Sue. Susan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's like. God, there's so much stuff. There's like, what even happens like in the whole like interrogation scene? There's there's so much in this fucking movie. Yeah. You said interrogation scene and I just thought of um, the whole nine yards. You remember the whole nine yards? <laughs> oh, God. We, we watched it not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. If you're keeping up, we talked about it. I think it would be two episodes ago now. No, Maybe. Well, three episodes ago. <laughs> What day is it? I don't. Nobody knows. Time is a construct. It's your birthday. If it were 9.45, I might think it were after midnight. Mm-hmm. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Well, it's five days before your birthday. Before When after. this comes out. Before. Yeah, like, the relationship with the actor, I think, is, like, the first tip off that, like, stuff is bleeding over. Yeah. Where you're yeah. like, wait, wasn't this part of the script? Or, like, she's kind of thinking, like, wait, wasn't this the story? And then, yeah. like, now... Well, because there also is a point. I don't remember like, if it's before or after where she is talking to him. And she's just like, this sounds like lines... In our movie. And like, then he's during. like, what do you oh. mean? And then, like, the crew is like, what's happening? Yeah. 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 Because, then, like, she's coming out of it. Basically blowing the scene. She's blowing the but scene she, because she, she thinks, thinks that it's, it's real life. Um, but that's, like, might be one of the first indications. Yeah. And yeah, we're on, it's fucking weird. Perspective-wise, we're, like, with her. We're with her. So, like, we also think... The assumption going into the scene would be that it's real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like revealed that. So like that's part of where it starts. That's another thing that makes it actually the movie make a lot of sense. Yeah. Also, for as much as like this movie can be seen as like just totally batch it and saying it's like they do a lot with like the the way that they're telling the story to yeah. make it make sense. Yeah. Um, they're not deliberately always just trying to screw you. Yeah. I will say there's like certain cutaways where we're just like, okay, what's happening with this rabbit yeah. sitcom or whatever. But yeah. like, if you can like pause yourself for a second and then like, mm-hmm. r- like get back. And I you think know what that I mean? there is um, like more that's going on with those scenes than. Oh, I think seeing, so too. But like, I just don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't I know. Don't I have, have like some theories probably, but like. Sure. Um, I don't even know. It can yeah. go in so many directions with all that. I think it passes the Russo test. I don't think so. I don't nah. think so. It was, there's three and a half hours of movie for me to like go over my memory. And I'm just like, with like how quickly a fucking elephant goes over mm-hmm. it. I'm just like, it could have. Yeah. And I just don't know. And I just missed it. <laughs> I just don't remember because there's three and a half hours worth of movie to I remember. I can't think of any character in particular. I don't think so. Um, so I don't not think Not made so. explicit anyway. No. Certainly not. Damn. Yeah. Well, shit. Do you guys have any more to say about those movies? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what we're talking about next time? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it the one that I made? It is. It's an episode that Erica put together. I I'm did. actually pretty excited about it because these movies are bonkers. Yeah. I, yeah. 
So gotta, it's gotta get my get all my notes together. Coherence. Coherence. And wait oh, and uh await further instructions. Await further instructions. Yeah. Uh coherence is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Away for those instructions on Netflix. Yeah. Go, go watch those movies before we release that oh, episode. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Because there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I would say uh, more so watch Coherence. Go watch Coherence. Because, like, we'll get into it. Well, um, I like Away oh, for their instructions. It's a little bit of a harder watch. Oh, for sure. Um, it's not going to be everyone's taste for just, sure but coherence is a little more like coherence low-key changed my life not to be dramatic but not wow. kind of dramatic. changed my life yeah totally well i'm excited to go talk about those Me do you guys want to should we get um, something to eat should yeah. we think some tacos yeah hell yeah uh goodbye bye Blood Sisters is produced by Amy Holston, Erica Holston, and Jolene Hosa. You can hear all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what we're doing, leave us a review. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodsisterspodcast and on Twitter at drunkenscared. Or you can email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. <laughs>